What's up, guys, and welcome back to the That's So Deaf podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time, we love you and appreciate you. Yep, I said we. What's up, Mariah? What's up, Deaf? So glad to be back. Period. And we got some tea to get into today. Shocker, right? Now, before we get into this tea, make sure you go ahead and follow us on social media. At mainly Mariah underscore on Twitter and social social media. Twitter and Instagram. Child, where is my brain? But go ahead and make sure you follow me as well at That's So Dev on Twitter and Instagram. I got it right that time. Love that for me. <laughs> but all right, y'all. I'm so excited today because we have absolutely no idea what we're talking about today. Love that. Right, Mariah? Love that. We were just uh, on FaceTime and you know we usually talk for a while and i usually don't shut the hell up and order us for us to stay on schedule you know and i'm like hey deb what are we doing tonight and he says hang up bitch (laughs) it sends me the link to the podcast literally i was like not today satan boom we going right now i was like you know no because we be up until like 1 a.m. And you know, after, because you know, music dropped tonight. And so we, we have a little jam session and then we can't because it'd be late as hell. You'd be like, Mariah! And you the one, you know, you gotta go to bed. So anyway, uh, no, I'm, I'm glad we, you know, went ahead and did this little unscripted podcast. And I think, you know, we had some plans that we talked about earlier this week. We said we were gonna talk about, um, we'll do an unscripted podcast for one. That's what I suggested. And then also LGBTQIA, we actually were like, we were actually just thinking that at the same time. I don't even know if you remember that, but we were. And I think a big thing that we need to focus on is Pride Bum. Um, hello, I'm gay. <laughs> uh, what about you? Hello, my name is Mariah, and I'm bisexual. Love that for us. I think it's so freeing when you can just be whatever you want to be. Because, you know, growing up, you the second that you were born, you are born into a sex. You are born into a certain way of life. And that way of life is the life that your parents have lived in everyone around you just in general so you know naturally oh you have a girl boys oh you have a boy girls and that may not be the case for this person or this person may not identify as a boy this person may not identify as a girl you know what i'm saying so like you're instantly born into this role that you know social scripts say that you must abide by so i think it's amazing that you know we can get to a certain point to where we can openly be whoever we want to be you know yes it's 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 crazy to think about it because you know like you were saying you have when you come into this world you know you're brought into what society thinks you should be just based on what's in your pants or you know what kind of family you come from blah 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 blah. but as we grow into people it's like and and get older you're like that doesn't really fit me at all the social norm doesn't fit what I want and the harder you try to fit into the social norm the more uncomfortable it is for you as a person because that's just not who you are exactly you want to know something because 
I don't even know if I've shared this publicly, but like I used to wear things like mops and t-shirts on my head. And like I even to this day you might find me still doing it, where it's just like long hair or something like that. Because I love some inches. Let me tell you, I love some inches. <laughs> I really, absolutely, truly do. And it was like that was something that I could never do at least you know not in front of everybody you know i had to do it behind closed doors as i you know as if i was performing on stage as miley cyrus or something you know on good morning america as i was watching it on tv <laughs> vivid, vivid i memories. love that i know and it it's just very like on brand it, no very on brand i was such a miley cyrus stan still am but like it was just the fact that i didn't fit into those social norms of a dude who plays football or you know basketball like that or has a girlfriend or whatever because hello i'm gay nobody is really openly gay in high school and you know if you have come to terms with it you haven't announced it and you're not dating people in school walking around with you know hold people holding hands and whatnot so that's not an experience that you really see you have to come to terms with that on your own in the midst of everybody crucifying the idea of being gay you know what i mean so it was just it was wild i don't know what your experience in high school but that was definitely mine like it was pretty brutal actually see as as you said that i was like man i hope i get to elaborate on that because it was a little different for me um i didn't I didn't quote unquote come out or acknowledge who I was until I was in college. And I was, you know, already a, you know, mom at that point when I realized, hey, this isn't, this isn't what I'm wanting. This isn't really doing it for me. I this think is before. It's making me, well, it was before I became a parent. It was, there was times where I would indulge in things. But it didn't really hit. Yeah, it was me. an idea. And it was like an yeah. idea. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was cute to think about. But like once I became older and went through relationships, and I was like, man, this is just not it. But in high school, um, as you all know, if you've streamed before, I grew up in small town USA with one fucking stoplight. Um, <laughs> She's not lying. <laughs> when you cross the county line into my county where i'm from um there's a trump 2024 flag if that gives you any kind of depiction for anything um i remember being you know for me back in high school i didn't have i wasn't very educated because of where i was from and i'm not going to blame it on that because i should have known better but it was the ignorance at the time and there were you know a couple of girls who were openly lesbians and would hold hands in the hallway or kiss before class and it was very taboo. This was like 2010 to 2014 when I was in high school. And it was a very taboo thing where I was from. And I remember those girls would just get bashed by all the quote unquote popular girls. And like the teachers would write them up or it would be like, hey, that's inappropriate. And I remember one time, one of the couples that were both females, they were like, well, they're, you know, this girl and dude are over here under the fucking stairs practically fucking and you're mad that I want to hold my girlfriend's hand on the way to science class 
And it was a whole thing. Like, people gathered around, and she just told this teacher, like, straight the fuck out. And she was like, you're a homophobic bitch, you know? And just, like, went off. And I was like, damn, like, you know? And at the time, I didn't understand. And I wish that I was more educated back then because I feel like I would have a different perception now. But it took me experiencing things like that to be appreciative of what it means to be a member of the LGBTQ community. You know, it's crazy because in my high school, actually, now that I think about it, there were a lot of girls who were openly gay. And Truly. I didn't see a lot of men like that. I didn't. No, never. Never. They, no. I, I, I knew about it, but I never saw it. But the girls, they were open in it nobody really said anything like nobody you know judged them or made fun of them or anything it was only the idea that honestly a guy was gay because let's talk about it being lesbians it's more susceptible 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 to society acceptable yeah it is in society and let's not also act like oh my god lesbians have it better because you have a lot of people who fetishize that and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it, it's not necessarily, oh, they have it so much better, but it is more acceptable. Like, you're not going to be made fun of and ridiculed for it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it, it, it's crazy to me. It's so crazy to me. But, you know, something that I think people really... <laughs> something that people really struggle with when it comes to people gay it i think that it i think it's the idea like hear me out i think it's the idea that somebody could potentially be okay with that and maybe they're more okay with that than they want to be so they lash out about it because they don't want to be does that make sense uh, one of those closet supporters where on the end like you feel like you have to react a certain way because that's how you've been conditioned to react Uh uh-huh and in a lot of cases you're also lashing out like that so you don't feel that feeling that you are feeling like i feel like that happens a lot i most of the freaking people who do stuff like that are closeted themselves and are just jealous that they can't come out they really do wish they, they really and wish. i and i understand that everybody has their own time frame but it's like gosh you've got to find a better way to handle this energy get a therapist literally get a therapist they're not going to tell anybody it's you know work through it there do something because at that point you become a danger to the people who are living the life that you want to live and even talking mm-hmm. about like you know coming out like me i didn't have a big coming out like I didn't have a big come out story like I obviously look I knew that I was gay like for sure in high school but I don't think up until then I didn't know for sure because I didn't entirely understand what being gay was I didn't understand it so you know while this label was put on me since maybe what second grade I had to go throughout life thinking already thinking that gay is bad and i don't even know what gay is so even the more that i come to terms with what gay is and i'm realizing this is myself i'm also shying away from being gay because this is wrong but this is also residing in myself but like the one thing that i can 
Yes, but like one thing that I can say about myself is that I never hated myself. I actually never hated myself for being gay. I hated myself for being male. I did. And uh. at times I hear I don't I am I don't resonate with being a female. You know what I'm saying? Like I am he him. But at the time then I wished I was a girl because it was easier for a girl to display what gay men displayed. Does that make sense? Yes. The, yeah. femi- the feminine side of things. Yeah, the, the feminine side of things. Absolutely. So that was a big coming to terms thing. And I feel like a lot of people deal with that and they don't get to express it ever until they get out to college. Like I did. Even like you did to even express more of your masculine side and that's yep. <laughs> so damaging but it's dam- it, it's very damaging to a human though because you begin to suppress all the parts of yourself that are organically genuine. genuinely you facts you know yeah i mean as far as things like that i mean it's difficult enough to like and just not trying to throw it all back on like just how I was raised or anything because that excuse is uh, out the window. Let me pause that really right. quick because you, we also have to note that and I know you understand this because we have this conversation all the time but for the viewers before you move on with your story I want to say like you are personally responsible to be better than so- the society that you were raised in. That's yes. all. Continue please. Yes. Yeah that was, that was the whole point in that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know but I know that saying it vaguely like that, people are kind of kind of be like, oh, what? You know, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, you good, girl. So, <laughs> but, you know, back, back in where I'm from, you know, we were conditioned to believe that you had this picket fence life, such as, you know, you go through high school, you play sports, you get good grades, you go to college, you meet somebody, you graduate, you get engaged for a few years, you get married, you have children, and then you die old. Like, that was the slate that everybody lived. And, social scripts. You know, it, so, yeah, you, you had to fit the social script. And, you know, I've been married. I have children. And none of that ever mattered when it came to who I was deep down. I, you know, I was a cheerleader, but I also played softball. And, you know, it was... <sighs> It was like I was trying to live the best of both worlds. Hashtag Hannah Montana. But I was about I to start singing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it was really difficult to, to try and embrace that masculine side of myself and still maintain what I thought I was supposed to do based on who I was around. And it wasn't an easy thing either to you know get to college and start to realize that hey I don't really think that I want to behave this way like I don't want to do that like and it was something that even as a you know in in elementary school I remember one time I was playing softball with my my dad and you know we used to travel all over the state together and play men's slow pitch softball and I as soon as I turned 10 they told people I was 12 and we would play and I remember one of the other like teenage boys they were like 13 and I'm you know like 10 I remember a group of boys saying that 
I threw the ball like a boy. And it made me, I was like, really? You think so? Fuck you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, my dad mm-hmm. exposed me to the more masculine side of myself because we would play softball together. We spent weeks at a time out traveling the country. Um, he drove a semi. So we've been, I've been all over the country in Mexico and Canada um, from two years old until I was in high school. And it, it wasn't like I indulged in a bunch of feminine things because I enjoy doing my makeup. You know, I enjoy wearing a bomb, banging ass outfit and looking good. But I also enjoy other masculine sides of things that at the time when I was still living in small town, but fuck Egypt, USA, would not have been acceptable. Not even a little bit. You would have gotten looked at completely sideways. That's crazy to me, though, because the one thing that people can't seem to understand is that your feminine side and your masculine side can coexist at the same Mm -hmm. time. Yeah, you can be feminine and masculine. Yep, because you want to know what? Also, plot twist, you guys. Being feminine or masculine has nothing to do with your sexuality. Nope. (laughs) Who would have thought? (laughs) <laughs> nope. And, and I feel like people get a lot of, there's a lot of stigma behind that too, because you can be a really masculine woman and be into men and or look, be a really feminine man. And exactly, straight. exactly. You can be, you could be the most, what people quote unquote believe is a, a big man, you know, a nice, big muscular man. Let's say even a black man who is feminine and, you know, you know, your hand waving down and whatnot, and you could be completely straight. It, yep. It, it, stop putting people in a box because you feel the. You feel this is the way things should be. You feel things should be this way. Then you stay in that box and you worry about you being that way. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing because everybody else. We live in our lives, but you're so mad that everybody's not living the life. You know, not living life the way you want them to really weird it's actually holly weird it's getting weird you know string coco jones but like what the hell no but really no but what the hell why are you so worried about like it makes me think about you need to calm down like you just need to control your urge to scream about all the people that you hate like shade Shade never never made made anybody anybody (laughs) exactly exactly like what is that doing for you is that making you feel good at the end of the day do you sleep well on your bum ass mattress that stank boo do you oh God. do you do you, you but, I'm just saying. Your bed. but i'm just saying but i'm just saying that's all that's all you know uh, we have suffered e enough when it comes to you know us you know lgbtqa just in general we have struggled enough we deserve to have times we deserve to feel good all the time for sure unfortunately we don't get to but we deserve just pure focused time where we get to just be where this is just about us you know what i'm saying and even when it comes to black people because let me say something real quick about the black community and being gay because there are so many who are so like being gay in a black family whatsoever 
it's a wrap if you're a female yes if you're a female that is once again it's going to be openly acceptable but if you're gay nah because there's a potential what that you might be looking at this person who mind you straight people think this person is ugly so why would somebody who's gay think you're ugly? really you think our standards is that low chow reevaluate it is just the idea that you don't want somebody gay around because you're insecure and i see that in a lot of black families and this has nothing to do necessarily with gay or straight but like even with females you have females and people in black families who tell them not to wear you know shorts or skirts at a certain length because of other people and it's just like why not first of all get rid of these people <laughs> get yeah. rid of these people get, you know, it's, it's the same thing on flip, flips ends on the female you know for short like get rid of these people and then on the opposing end of this it's like learn from that like i don't i don't i don't exactly entirely know what to say about the situation or how to go from about you know i don't know how to go about that situation entirely where you have somebody who is not for somebody being gay in a black family and what's crazy like i per like i personally in my family my mom has been okay with me coming out my brothers they really haven't had much of an issue but i know for the most part some people they have had their families react to the point of kicking them out they had no place to go they had to fend for themselves especially being transgender yes god gender doesn't (laughs) oh Another oh. plot twist for him. Oh, absolutely. Because imagine you are a female and you transition into a man and you're like another man. I mean, my I have a family member who is transgender and they are male to female and married to a, a woman. It, it, it's just like mental health. One size does not fit all. One you know, and something you said a minute ago really like resonated with me talking about you know put clothes on Uncle Randy's coming over Tell, I remember being a kid and my dad would be like hey so and so's coming over you need to put some clothes on and I'm in like soapy shorts and a t-shirt and I'm like excuse me it is 98 degrees outside you need to tell Uncle Randy or Barry Lou that he doesn't need to be over at your house no more if you can't expect Uncle Randy and Barry Lou to keep his eyeballs off your 14-year-old daughter. You trust? Like, you trust that? <laughs> you trust that? <laughs> like, all my... Like, it, it's just... It's crazy. Because there are so many people out there who are creeps. There are so many people out there who are insecure. And it's damaging to a lot of people. <laughs> it's damaging to men. It's damaging to women, especially those again in the LGBTQIA community. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's something I really hope, something I really, really hope, gets fixed within the Black community is you know 
being able to openly be gay not only just gay you know because people like the ver- they like the idea of you being gay but not gay you can be gay just don't act like it don't look like it don't sound like it don't none of that none of that cool <laughs> and, and that's what they want i really want people to be able to again display both feminine and masculine sides within their families to their friends and whatnot and that was a big experience even on my end because let's think about it back into lexington even when i joined the fraternity there were a lot of people when i told them that i was gay they were like you were gay they had no idea i was like honestly i've just been that good at like acting a certain way to where you don't know like i'm not actively going out of my way to act like i'm straight but like i've just been trained to be that way to where it's just like you know what i mean but inside i hey girl what's up boot what's popping you know what i'm saying (laughs) you know what i'm saying it is it is that there are there are many different sides maybe like bruh the fuck you doing over there Oh, I've seen you snatch some bitches up before. Like, there are so many different sides that I can showcase. And sure, we can also blame it on trauma, but let's also call me an actor. Hi. (laughs) Basically a celebrity. Oh, girl. Something that you said earlier, I wanted to tell you, well, just talk about, like, the female side of it and then get the male side of it because I've tried to keep it in my brain so you were kind of talking about how um being bi or being a lesbian as a female is people fetish it or fetishize whatever that word is Mm -hmm. they it, it becomes uncomfortably mentioned especially in relationships and whatnot and as a female who has experienced things like that the number one thing you hear you tell a guy you're bisexual that you're talking to the first thing they say "Ooh, can I watch can I come in absolutely the fuck not yep how creepy absolutely the fuck not. how creepy is that how creepy is that 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 is that is not cute that is not a turn on that is a big red flag and straight cis men think it's cute and it's just it, like, I could gag thinking about it honestly and a lot of women who are lesbian or bisexual or even transgender women you know you, you get this idea that you know I can't be it's hard to showcase your individuality because the the way you like we were talking about a minute ago the way you present yourself physically <clears throat> it, it determines it doesn't determine but it's a big factor in who you draw in as a significant other and for as for me I do broadcast myself on feminine feminine and masculine sides so when I'm more feminine I notice I, there's more male attention but when there's more of my masculine side there's a whole lot of female attention does that make sense yeah that does okay because 
to constantly be trying to express who you are, especially being bisexual, it is so stigmatized that, you know, me, I have two kids. I've been married to a man, I've dated men, I've dated women. But to have kids and be married previously, it's like- You're no longer bi. <laughs> you're no longer bi. Like, how are you, how are you bi if you have kids? Do, 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 what part of bisexual did you understand? Oh, hold on, because Kalani is entirely gay now, but has a child. But hello, mm-hmm. point of view there. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, you can't support celebrities. You you can support celebrities and people that you don't know, but you can't support someone standing right in front of you and you want to drag them and make fun of them for the fact that I'm being who I want to be and I'm doing what I want to do. And you want to label that fake. You want to label that attention seeking. And it's not, it, it's not that at all. And that's something that a lot of women in general get on that spectrum. I'm very, like, it makes me very happy to see a lot of people also actively push against that stigma. Specifically, mm-hmm. Lauren Horegi, who is also bisexual, who is bisexual as well and has a child herself. You know, these people yeah. go stream You know, it, it really sexuality between two bisexual women but you you listen to the song a lot of people take from it oh lesbians you know what i'm saying it's closed-minded time if you watch their videos it should these are multifaceted you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's like their whole brand is actively pushing against that stigma and I love artists who do that because I feel like the only way to really break that stigma is for it to have a lot of attention, for artists to put that in their videos, to showcase it to a broader audience, to put it in their music. You know what I'm saying? Like, even to do a podcast like this, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, yes, push the education and advocate advocate that. But I mean, for those individual people who will stream the music, listen to the podcast, like the post on IG, retweet the tweet, but will make fun of someone for doing it who is not a celebrity. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. The well, hypocrisy of it. Yeah, that also makes sense. I mean, I know what you're saying, but like, there's also there are multiple sides of it, though. There are so many different sides of it. There's the hypocrisy side of it. And then there's just, I mean, I guess I would also say in a way that it's hypocrisy as well to, because like, in a way it's selfish, to be quite honest, when you try to erase somebody's bisexuality because what? Because you're mad or because you now want them to be straight because they've been with somebody else like do you know what i'm saying like in a way yeah that's also really selfish like i mean like i'm saying there's many different layers for it but also at the same time they do kind of blend in they overlap is a better word for that yes yeah so that's i i i i get i get really stuck in situations like this because 
I don't know the answer. <laughs> you know, like we can talk. I know, I, I know. Broadcast that is well, something that I think about all the time, especially now that I am a single mom of two daughters. Well, I, I know that, but I'm saying that for the sake of the audience listening to this. You know, yes. We don't have the answers to this, and that's why I get really stuck on a lot of these situations because we can tell our experiences, we can speak on these, but we don't know how to fix it. The best way we know how to fix it is to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Crazy, but you know, I'm I'm actually really glad that we've decided to focus this podcast on pride especially during pride month and to just kind of lap this over because you know this is starting to bring our mental health era into a close you know Mm -hmm. lgbtqia communities mental health you know i hope you guys are really taking care of your mental health there are a lot of people again who are kicked out of their homes who are abused who are god that support exactly there are people going through this every single day it it, it. I, I, I it is i wish i could, i wish i could do more but you want to know what like i i'm gonna have a podcast actually coming out after this one and it talks about like doing your circumstantial best you know what i'm saying you Ooh. do the best what and you know a lot of the times we beat ourselves up because we don't do enough but we don't always have the means to do all that we want like you you know or need period it's crazy to me i i'm I'm really i'm actually really glad that we did this podcast because again keep in mind guys keep in mind we had no idea what the hell we were talking about we just started recording and we (laughs) went on about our business so what you're hearing right now is on the spot thinking (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. there was no preparation for this whatsoever uh, it sometimes when we plan to have something it doesn't necessarily work out because like when you think when we first started this podcast we were thinking about topics literally like what a couple days before sometimes or whatever like we Bitch, weren't we were doing it a week in advance in the beginning no we we actually weren't we weren't we were doing it like the day before and things like that at the beginning and then it got to a point to where we were doing it a week before and that's when we really yeah. found balance on the podcast because you remember when we did queen of rap that was the day before or was it the day of it was the day of it was the fucking day of we didn't even do the podcast we were gonna do for our first podcast until like a month ago <laughs> literally because well, what we did was it was what we originally had thought about it was very broad we thought about doing comfort shows right but what we did we ended up doing a whole era of comfort media where we got to talk about all these different podcasts over this period of time pertaining to comfort media and then we did this whole podcast era pertaining to mental health after that you know what i'm saying and you know i I feel like that's something that it is it's it genuinely works for us you know what i'm saying so you know we're obviously this is season one we're going to have a season two and season two is going to be much much elevated with 
some video to come especially on my end i don't know about mariah i don't know how we're gonna get that we might just do like facetime while i'm recording myself and you know we're gonna figure it out but you know it's it's i will say just a disclaimer okay not only for the audience but for you as well video is coming it's coming probably as fast as planet her is coming Uh, wait, video for who? You, bitch, and this podcast. Who? Uh, who? I don't. Y'all do not pay her no mind. <laughs> I do not know that video is coming that quick. I mean, as far as my openness to it, it is there. Oh, oh, okay. Because y'all know my. Taking you. it too deep. Am I? Because you didn't have contact. Are you? Are you? <laughs> Bitch, I can't stand you. It, but no, y'all, we really are. We are elevating this podcast because, again, in the next podcast that you hear, you're going to hear that, you know, I'm always asking myself, how can things be just better? And this is the first step to that, you know, putting video to the voice. We're going to put it on you on IGTV. And we're just going, we're going to let it soar. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I'm really excited. The names, I know, but what gave me a lot of inspiration also was the fact that because I was already going to put video to it, but the Allie Brooks show, because, you know, she has her own podcast now where she films herself, you know, sitting down in the podcast. Sometimes people are there. Sometimes they're over video, which is how I got the idea of to maybe Ooh. just like, you know what I'm saying? Have you on video while you're talking in your, you know, headphone, microphones, whatever. And then, you know, create the show that way so i mean there are a lot of different possibilities i have to thank miss ali brooke i want to be on her show ali brooke if you hear this please i would like to be a guest star on your show or come guest star on our show would love that boo <laughs> we would love you ali oh my god shout out to you ali brooke i'm really excited first of all okay i'm sorry to get off on sidetrack sidetrack totally sidetrack here because again, y'all, we have no structure. We don't know what we're talking about. Normani. Normani. Hold the fuck up. Hold I'm up. Weak. Hold up. Please tell me that you saw that video. The TikTok video. Did you see it? Don't do this to me. You didn't see it? I haven't seen it yet. <gasps> well, okay, well, here's what happened. So basically, Normani has a Tommy Hill figure brand deal right um Tommy Hilfiger is the person that Aaliyah you know Aaliyah who sings one in a million and whatnot you know please tell me you know Aaliyah yes I know Aaliyah okay well Aaliyah actively wore Tommy Hilfiger back in the day (gasps) I've seen it uh huh yeah yeah so it's the idea that Normani in the song that she's releasing samples Aaliyah while she's wearing the very brand that Aaliyah promoted herself. Miss Normani is reviving an entire era. And I was saying it to myself, I, I, I was saying it last night because I'm not a person, I, I feel like I'm very realistic when it comes to my faith. I'm very realistic when it comes to Normani. I know what Normani can pull off. Normani was able to pull off a top 40 debut. Charts don't matter, obviously, but I'm like, again, fans keep up with it. I am a fan, so I'm going to speak on it for a second. 
nor money. I truly believe that Miss Ma'am has a potential number one in her hand. I think yes. she has a potential number one. I sent you that video clip the other day. Yes, you did. Beyonce? Yes. Mm-hmm. How unreal. I, I, I don't even, I don't even have words. 15 second snippet. <laughs> I don't have words for it. I actually don't because the way that I know this song already and it's not out and I was also thinking to myself because Normani is very black Normani's brand is very black her band is black her dancer is black everything is black everything is black so the fact that she is sampling a song which mind you nobody gets an Aaliyah sample like that nobody Mm -hmm. No, that's not even. No, I need you to understand. <laughs> no, betcha. I need you to understand. Nobody gets clearance from her camp like that. Period. That's so for her to get it. It's pretty crazy. Exactly. It's almost similar to Ariana Grande uh, sampling the sound of music and giving Disney 90%. But got a win off oh, of it. Shit. It's almost the same i want to say it's the same level as that actually i really really do because for olivia's camp not olivia <laughs> oops i'm oh, thinking well. of, i'm thinking of all american i'm sorry y'all i got my black folks mixed up right now but it, for Aaliyah's camp to give you the okay to sample her song you have to be that bitch you have to be that bitch so it's the fact that she has that sample period that has me just it, it i every black person that hears that song is going to know that beat and i mean every black person doesn't matter what kind of black person you are when you hear that song you will know what it is it, period that's that Normani is coming to eat. She has Song of the Summer sitting in her lap right now. Oh, she's coming, girly. <laughs> been yes, waiting. Uh, far too long. We have been waiting. Starving to death. It, what, what will it be? Since 2019? August? Mm-hmm. We're going on two years. No solo single from Miss Normani. Wow. We're definitely over a year and a half. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy though? The last I remember time... us staying up to stream motivation. But think about it though. Normani hasn't released since I started my YouTube channel. Oh shit! <laughs> no, I, that is my actually God. no cap, no baseball cap. <laughs> I'm Damn. so serious, right? It, it 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 blows my mind. It blows my mind. But you want to know what? I I remember one of Normani's best performances. Period. Um, it it was at Pride actually. So go look up on YouTube Normani at Pride. It's actually her own concert. She's not opening for Ariana Grande. Nothing. It is her own concert, and it is her best performance. Period. Like overall best performance that while we're on the topic of pride with this podcast you know what i'm saying i gotta loop it back in for the girls what's good, <laughs> what's 
good day. Oh, not Nicki Minaj dropping tonight. Oh my God, not Megan the Stallion dropping tonight. Not Doja Cat dropping tonight. Not everybody. Cupcake too. Wow. I'm. I'm. We're eating tonight. That's all I'll say. I'm floored. Thank God we started this podcast here. <laughs> you mean on time? <laughs> no, earlier. Because we usually start the podcast. We're, we plan to. We, we usually plan to start at eight because you know we get a little port session and then we go on about our business. But we literally started like seven thirty today. Proud of that. We did. Mm-hmm. I'm so pissed. I'm pissed. Let me tell you something. Because okay, so Miley Cyrus, her mom and her Miley Cyrus's mom and her sister, her older sister, Brandy Cyrus, they have a podcast together called Sorry We're Stoned. I'm pissed. Really? Yes. It's really good. It's they are so like they are so funny. Honestly, it is one of the best things ever you should go listen to it and they're literally stoned every time they like they record (laughs) you know they are like i had no idea that miley's mom smoked pot so heavily i mean like it's it's, miley's mom (laughs) yeah but like miley doesn't smoke weed right now she is on a cleanse yeah she's she's been on a cleanse especially after her divorce divorce and whatnot and not being with cody simpson to really just focus on herself because you know when miley really wants to get into the zone she really wants to uh she wants to have a clear mind and whatnot you know what i'm saying so because her mom actually said that on the podcast and i was like oh but they're like us girl please that ain't the take it's so it's so funny to me and like the reason why i'm so pissed about it is because i wish that i could utilize that to every extent to have the brand sorry we're stoned and to just be able to have that brand without yeah without fear of reaction i wish we know that's white privilege for them because god forbid a black person mm-hmm. had that but like i wish i'm pissed because i wish i would have thought of that title first <laughs> <laughs> that, no that's why i'm so pissed but it's so good it's a great title i stream it so y'all if you haven't streamed sorry we're stoned go ahead and do that and you know i've actually been listening to just a lot of podcasts in general you know there are a lot of podcasts who they're very structured but there are also a lot of podcasts that are not structured whatsoever Ooh. like this one <laughs> yeah but it's a cute one though wouldn't you agree agreed it's cute <laughs> i mean we're not doing something serious i mean y- y'all know how long we we have been serious all throughout this mental health era y'all we deserve to yeah. have some fun <laughs> we deserve to laugh and talk about whatever we want you know we do we've been we've been really it's been deep the past four or five podcasts so we just kind of bounce around and just be our flamboyant bouncing around bouncing around bouncing bouncing around bouncing around bouncing i don't know that's a couple thousand i know that Mm, one i was saying saying and singing lemon by nerd and rihanna 
It's Rihanna, nigga. Love that for her. Mm-mm. I'm waiting for that lady to drop some music too. Go, don't hold your breath. <laughs> I haven't been. Mm-hmm. Don't hold, look. She said no, and it was about ten years. So she said maybe just one song. So it might be about two, three more years before you get a new song. Ugh. I at, look. N- Here's the thing about Rihanna and Beyonce. They can drop anything at any given time and not say a word. And very much so Nicki Minaj. Because we saw what she did with Beam Me Up Scotty. My God. Can you imagine if J. Cole didn't drop that week? She would have had a number one album off a mixtape. (laughs) Like, oh my God. I didn't stream J. Cole's album. Oh. Ooh. I have it. I was going to. Yeah, I me didn't. too. I added until she said something. I told her, you know what? I'm, I'm supporting you, sir. You know, I want you to win. I love you. I love I, absolutely. you. But I had better things to do, like streaming. Absolutely. absolutely. And you, and you want to know what? There, there's some there's some artists out there that you know you don't listen to, but you're like, I love you. I'm cheering for you. Go team, yeah. go. But like, I'm over here in like, I'm not in the stadium. But I'm at the concession stand, like outside the seats. You know, I can hear the music <laughs> thumping to the speakers. Exactly. At the mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's where we're at right now. But it's all cute. You know what I'm saying? I know you make good music. We ain't worried about you. You're king, right? You know what I'm saying? But now, nah, y'all, we funny. <laughs> <laughs> what What's crazy is we'll be on the same wavelength, and you know, to kind of like loop back to the pride thing. Like, as far as the music and as far as just mine and Devin's friendship as a whole, it didn't even, it didn't even really take off until, you know, after he came out to me and even more so with music. Like, I remember back in Campbellsville, I was, I was a late bloomer when it came to music of any kind that was not on the radio. I did not know what streaming was. I didn't do Spotify. I did nothing until I met Devin. And I remember being in his apartment in Campbellsville one time, and he started, <laughs> I don't even know if you remember this, but he, he, you started rapping Nikki to me. It was filling myself. He started rapping it to me. And I remember sitting on your bed, just like looking up at you while this was blaring through your Xbox. And I was like, this man's gay as hell. <laughs> absolutely absolutely look let me tell you something you put on some Nicki Minaj <laughs> you are going to see my feminine side absolutely you will see the masculine side hard too but you are going to see that feminine side I promise you I will enunciate everything I will not miss a mark I will not miss a word I promise you it's a wrap for it the world stop carry on carry on mm-hmm. absolutely it, it would just but like you gotta think it also started with cheerleading because don't forget i used to make my own cheer music with a lot of the music that was on the radio but also wasn't on the radio yeah so it, that's where it kind of started and it kind of just you know those songs that were in cheer routines we eventually started just listening to out full fledged you know and i think that's what really started to carry out because you have to think think about it boss was in by fifth harmony was inside peach ray's routine you remember 
Yes. Yeah. Don't get me started. That was the that was the um tumbling passes. Yep. I I, I think it, no, it was the opening. It was it was actually the opening. What it was, was the, the tumbling. tumbling pass? It was the tumbling, but it was it was the opening. The opening tumbling. I don't remember what the opening. I would have to remember the routine and that would require me to actually get up and like walk through it. And let me tell y'all oh, something. Stop. Because when I mean we were cheer stands, I mean we could full fledged do somebody else's routine that we've never ever seen in person. They have no idea who we are. Neither do these coaches. Neither does this choreographer. But we could do this routine right on the mat, like we was just practicing all summer. Promise you that. So where? Promise you that. Where this man's this man's his most flexible gentleman I've ever seen in my life. You lying? Have, no, 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 you lying. I'm up. not the most flexible shut gentleman up. you ever. No. You that I fiz- like personally know, yes. Okay, first I'll most give you that. Beautiful jumps I've ever seen. Most beautiful give you jumps that. I've ever seen. My jumps do be cute. I give you that. But I tell you what, there there are some men who absolutely unreal. Mm-hmm. I've seen some unreal flexibility. I'm talking about like put your leg behind your head and then bend it around your neck. Like I mean crazy stuff. But like also at the same time, like you know we were cheerleaders so we were actively stretching we were actively doing things that were going to help make us flexible and honestly it it was just it was cool to see people be able to do crazy things with their body that the body's not naturally supposed to do because the body's not supposed to flip backwards (laughs) oh my god i just had i just had something click for me okay you know how a little bit ago obviously fucking you do um, we were talking about the masculine and feminine side of things, right? Mm-hmm. Just a question. What role did I play when it came to partner studying? Not even just in college, but in high school. I was doing one man's. I was the only girl on my high school cheerleading team that could toss the hands. Only girl. That could sit right up there with the boys and do everything they could do and then some. I hate I hate the idea that it's called one man because I know a lot of girls who can also stunt better than boys. And Swear. like it's not stunting is not a masculine thing. Like it's a strength thing, which is a human thing. <laughs> so like well, and it's um, technique too. You can throw is. the biggest guy out there yes. and tell them to do a toss the hands and they're gonna throw that girl as hard as they can. She's gonna go over your head, she's gonna break her fucking neck. Exactly. Just means absolutely nothing. If you know that technique, it's not going anywhere. And if you do just have Period. the strength with no technique, you're going to probably hurt somebody if not yourself. So yes. I mean that's really just that, y'all. I mean, it, it, it just all circles back to people have to be just open-minded. You see how there's so many set roles and like social scripts as to what has to be done this way, what should be done this way. I remember um, our college cheerleader telling me that men don't do motions. You know, like how cheerleaders use their, you know, hands to create motions to go with their cheers. I'm talking to the audience. Oh. But yeah, I had my college cheerleader my very first year at Campbellsville tell me that men don't do that. Men don't fly in the air. Why is it that um, men don't fly in the air? Why is it that only females fly in the air? Why is it that only men do 
partner stunting? Why is it that only female do motions? Why is it that men, you know, scream through megaphones? Why is social scripts the you know, why can't people do what they want to do within the sport that they love? And that was something that really stumped me in high school, not high school, in college. Because even, you know, in high school, I remember at times also doing the motions and my coach didn't really care because in different cultures at UofL and all that, they did motion sometimes too. They danced even. And even where she came from, she came from UK. Now let's think about it on even a deeper perspective here. UK is traditional, right? Ah, yeah. And UofL is modern right so where she came from everybody had a set role there are no there there's no dancing in there the men throw it up you know what i'm saying like the females play their role the men play their role traditionally the way it's supposed to be done (laughs) and she forced that on an environment that was free and open to be you know modern whatever modern to whatever and for whatever so that's why it really stifled me because it's like you're hanging on to this traditional way the way they used to be and now you're also suppressing people who have this open field to be whatever because you didn't have it because this is how it was for you but this isn't what cheerleading is anymore just like that isn't that's not what the world is the world isn't what it traditionally was because people are gay and walking through the streets right you can openly be who you want to be I mean, you still have criticisms and backlash and you have things you have to deal with that are negatives, but at least today, there is an opportunity to be yourself. Yeah, there, there's constantly growth happening. And, you know, as we're beginning to wrap this podcast up, again, I want to say thank you guys for listening to us because, oh my God, we talk a lot. <laughs> but... You know, we we care on a deeper level. We want to talk about these topics not because, you know, we resonate with them, but because we want them to resonate with other people and we want other people to find comfort in our experiences, you know? Yeah, I mean, you, like, like we, we talked about in one of the last podcasts with Madison even, we have such a wide variety of who we are as people just in our friendships that being able to just talk about things we've been through things we've experienced things we've even seen or heard about it's three different perspectives i mean madison is white and straight i am white and bisexual devin is gay and black double homicide now i'm gonna call you out here i i have to call you out here do you know what double homicide is about that is from that TV show where that girl came out and she was like, I just had an abortion. It was twins and homegirl said double homicide. That's not funny to me. And here's why I don't that's think that's funny. funny. Here's why I don't think it's funny because when she opened up about aborting her twin, she was very upset about it. That was trauma for her. And so yeah. when that girl said double homicide as a joke, it was making fun of her trauma and that became a trend as a joke and you know I can understand how people would view 
that saying as you know as the light joke that it is but where it came from it's not that light joke the root of it is not that light joke the root of it is making fun of somebody else's trauma so now somebody else's trauma that happened on a tv show is now a joke so I, I don't like that at all whatsoever. And I'm sorry, I, I, I had to say something about that. And I'm, I, I'm actually really glad that you said that. No, I'm actually really glad because that needed I to be I never even said. knew the root of it. I've never even seen the whole video. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's why I asked. all over yeah. the place. So I oh, I know. I know. No, no, no. That, that's why I asked. I was like, do you know where that's from? Because, you know, a lot of people are running with it and a lot of people know what it is. But it, it, it blows my mind i can't laugh at that because the girl no. was so she was she was crying did you okay so you know i've never it, seen the whole video i've only i've only heard the audios of people doing the remixes to it and i saw the one like five second snippet of her saying yeah it was twins and then the girl goes damn double homicide and then everybody just kind of turns and is like oh shit i never have seen the entire clip well, let me just ask you a question there again guys look we this is it's not that serious we're just discussing the issue i'm just curious like when they turned their heads did you not question it like their reaction to what she said did it not question that it might be a bad thing i'm genuinely asking because there are a lot of people who haven't like questioned it whatsoever and i'm wondering if that's just a natural reflex i'm asking for experience like for someone else's experience no because by the time that i had even seen the snippet it was weeks after the sound had went viral and i and i was already conditioned to think it was a joke i still just five seconds ago thought that it was just a joke yeah i I mean a lot of and i'm wondering like I'm wondering if they cut out specifically her reaction so it could, you know, change the narrative. You know what I'm saying? I need to go watch it then. And and what's great about this too, guys, is that me and Devin are at a level of friendship where we can just talk about it. It's oh, not yeah. got to be a big deal. Like, this is not a drag session. <laughs> this is this is like, hey, oh my God, wait, yeah. know about this? I'm not, I'm just, well, the thing about it is because, like, as we're talking, it also feels like we're just like on the phone. So, like, yeah. when I that, literally, that is a true testament of this how we now communicate with each other. Like, we ask the different perspective. We don't just assume something, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, we work through it and we figure it out. Like, that's super healthy. And I'm actually glad that we really just showcased that. How weird. <laughs> weird. Because, get this, guys, five or six years ago, we would have probably hung up on one another and would have talked for three days. Yeah, or somebody probably would have had some sort of salty feeling. Yeah, and it wouldn't have gotten talked about. But you know what we will be doing when this podcast is over? We will be watching that entire like snippet together and get the and I will get the context. So if that offended anybody, I am sorry. I did not know that it was that serious at all. Hey, I thought are, that it was just a joke. Are we really streaming that after we know? Yeah, I want to see what happened because I didn't know. Girl, please, I, I guess. Bad. I guess. Why we I got a stream? Oh, we do. Y'all, we're going to wrap this podcast up because you want to know <laughs> we, the queen of rap is dropping. And I'm sorry, that's yes, important. Is. All right, y'all. 
But again, thank y'all so much for streaming. We appreciate you. We love you. Again, go follow us on social at that so dev on Twitter and Instagram and at mainly Mariah underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Mariah, let's say goodnight to the people. Good night, guys. Happy Pride. Thanks for having me. Once again, the DMs are open. If you need advice or resources, don't ask me for advice. I'm going through a divorce. I'm not the one to ask. But for anything else, my DMs are open. Love you. Thanks for having me, Deb. I'll talk to you in just a minute. (laughs) Oh, that was so cute. Part of that cut out. So I'm sure they're not going to hear the last part that you just said. Oh, good, because I told you I love you. (laughs) Aww. That's cute. Wait, no, they heard that part, but I just mean like the part um, just before that, you know. I mean, like I'm, I'm actually sewing up because you said I love you, but like I'm just letting you know. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, uh, uh, hi, gays, hi, bisexuals, hi, trans, hi, everybody who identifies as something other than straight. I love you, and I hope you have a good day. I hope you eat a good meal. I hope you get a good night's rest. You know, if you need any resources, make sure you hit my DMs, hit Mariah's DMs. We've got the resources. We will talk to you if you need it, but also remember, we have our own things, so we're going to keep some boundaries. Yeah, we're going to do that for ourselves. Love that. It's healthy, you know? We just want to make sure that, you know, you guys are taken care of. You don't feel alone, and you're not the only person going through what you're going through there are other people out there who get it and who relate so happy pride month i'm sure we will continue this little trend going on throughout our podcast i don't know if this will be an era who knows we literally did not decide on something to talk about today so <laughs> who knows what we're talking about right girl please I'm just stay tuned for the next round of tea surprises i guess love that for us but all right y'all we're hopping off here and again, make sure you go follow at 5MinSelfCare, at 5MIN Care on Twitter and Instagram. I think they're on Instagram. Don't quote me, though. Anyway, turn on their notifications because we all get so involved in our day-to-day lives. We forget to take some self-care for ourselves. All right, y'all. We're going to bounce out of here now because we got the queen of rap history. So you better go make sure you stream for the love of New York by the Queen of Rap. Go make sure you go stream that shit by Megan Thee Stallion. Make sure you go stream Doja Cat. I totally forgot the title of the song, but y'all know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Is it need to know? I think it's need to. It's need to know. It's need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I remembered. Drag me, bitch. All right, y'all. Mm-mm. Happy Pride, y'all. Happy Pride. We bouncing out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace.